is Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny on the Revelations Radio Network. Podcasting to you from the not-so-foggy forest of Meadowdale, Washington, where I am sitting at home like a good majority of people in the United States these days. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Gilkenny. And from Cascade Locks, Oregon, somewhere new, I'm Andrew Hoffman. Well, there you go. You've moved. I have moved. Moved to the... Even more of the heart of the Columbia River Gorge. That sounds nice. I bet it's yeah. beautiful. I'm about half a mile from hiking trails that can go all the way from Canada to Mexico. Oh, that's amazing. That's the Trans-Pacific? The like, uh, Pacific Crest is, is Pacific the big Crest. one. But there's a, you know, a million side trails off of that, so... Nice. Well, we just decided a, about a minute and a half ago that any uh, catch-up on personal stuff we would do at the end in case there's new listeners to the podcast, and we're just going to jump in. Um, luckily, I mean, we haven't done a show since September of 2018, so not a single show in 2019. I think we didn't do a single show in 2017 either, so this is kind of becoming a trend. But we're back. Here we are. We're doing a podcast. Who knows how frequently um luckily there hasn't been anything going on so yeah not really nothing, I mean, nothing I, really to talk about i don't think the pandemic is actually our fault directly you know it's just <laughs> coincidental that we stopped doing shows and then they launched this thing <laughs> and launched this thing they did so uh do you want to start with stories or just kind of talk about what's going on or where do we go well, I'm I'm interested to hear your kind of overall take, um, and then I can give my overall take. Do you want to do it that way? That sounds great. Let's go. Let's go. Um, first off, it has been it, it's like a it's like there's like a it's like a coin, right? Two different sides to a coin, uh, in the way that it's affected me personally, and then the way that it you know I think about it and what's actually going on. So. In the what's actually going on realm, I think that James Corbett put it best. Uh, I actually was saying this to my brother and other friends that this whole uh, COVID-19 thing was a controlled demolition of the American economy. Um, Where I'm coming from, and it's great to talk to you again. We should let everybody know we haven't talked really since any of this started uh, or very often in the last couple of years. So uh, I'm excited to talk to you about it. But where I'm coming from is... In March, I was, you know, I've been playing around investing in certain things, doing stock options, different stuff in the stock market for the last couple of years. Uh, And in March, I was like basically consumed with the stock market. Like I was like just consumed. I couldn't believe the things that were happening. And uh, if anybody knew what was going on or could kind of see the future a little bit, uh, there for about three weeks, the stock market was about as predictable as I think it's ever going to be in our lifetime, <laughs> because uh, you know, basically, you know, we saw the biggest single March 23rd, uh, 2019 or 2020. 
I was up at the bell on my computer watching every stock and we hit as soon as it opened, we hit limit down and we're, you know, mm. there's a basically so people don't know uh, if, if the stock market goes down 7 percent um, in less than in one day, then it, they limit down. They go they take a 15 minute break. And I believe that was the day, if I'm not mistaken, where we limited down twice. And I'm just wow. sitting there staring at my phone and my computer and like I'm just like. It's unbelievable. I was actually making some money because I think it was predictable what was going to happen. Uh, but watching just 401ks evaporate, watching uh, just huge percentages of the American wealth just disappear. Um, and it really kind of rattled me. I was like, this, there's something very, very wrong with this. I mean, it was, it was a faster drop than any drop during the Great Depression. And I think uh, James Corbett covered it very well when he explained it in the the uh, podcast he did where he referred to it as an economic collapse. I feel like they were trying to do a controlled demolition and then oil kind of crashed and then things went just kind of bananas. After that, um, basically the whole world has been turned upside down. It's the new normal, Andrew, Um, with everybody being sent home. I was sent home the last week of March. It was like a couple days after the March 23rd drop. Um, and I wasn't sure if it was real or what was going on. And so, you know, just came, you know, got sent home from work and couldn't work. And, um, that that's, you know, what was going on, um, slowly over this last month or so, contrary to all reasonable statistics, uh, just thought processes, everything, the stock market has almost fully recovered to the early 2020 heights. For no apparent reason, with record high unemployment and tons and tons of people who are getting furloughed or laid off until they're allowed to go back to work by each of their individual Führers, governors, I mean. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't know. That's kind of like what's my thought process and what my experience has been as this thing has been going down. On the other hand, I've had so much time to spend with my family and to do projects around the house that it's helped me refocus and figure out what's important in my life. And that has been a real blessing. You know, I think that has been a really cool part about this whole thing. It's like, okay, you know, it's, it made me, it made me stop and like, well, what is important? What is important in this rat race to, to get ahead? And, and uh, yeah. So um, overall, I think that was originally your question. And I will say, I feel like this is a beta test. This Mm. is a giant beta test. They want to see, how quickly, how easily they can get everybody to go go to their homes by using basically just fear. I'm not saying COVID-19 is real. I think it is. But at this point, we have 80,000 deaths, which leaves a 99.99% survival rate. Um, <laughs> so it, it it's just overinflated through numbers that are controlled by the WHO and the Gates Foundation. I'm sure we'll get into all that. But I just feel like they wanted to see how easily they, the government, the big, the the, the new world order wanted to see how easily they could get everybody in their homes, how easily they could get people to not even go to work to crash the own economy. I think part of it was to see how UBI would work. Universal basic income would work if people weren't working, then they could use this opportunity as like a trial. I do think also with movies like Plandemic, which 
hit Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, everywhere like a firestorm. I think that movie was allowed to spread so that the powers that be could explore how information spreads so that maybe next time they can try to shut it down. But I think this is all just one big beta test to see what is possible and what's not. Uh, I do think that there has been several flies in the ointment of that plan. Uh, One being that uh, people are investing in the stock market like crazy, even though it went down. Uh, The other one being that people are reevaluating their priorities because they've spent so much time with their family and realize that that's a better use of their time. (laughs) And the third one being everyone was stuck at home with a computer and the Internet and just basic Google Net searches for the mark of the beast. What stock should I invest in? Is uh, microchip the mark of the beast? Um, Is Bill Gates, you know, trying to depopulate the world? Um, Which which is which stock is the is the one I should buy or whatever? These things are counter to what I think the plan was. And there are too many people sitting at home. I got sent the pandemic movie by my mother. (laughs) And I don't you know, I can't really say a lot about what her whole background is because you know i want to keep some of this stuff private i think this is a weird time for information and talking about this sort of stuff but i will tell you that she would be very low on the list of people who i thought would watch that movie and it's everywhere so i'm excited i'm excited about the reprioritizing of my own personal life to be around family i'm excited about people waking up it does really seem like a lot of people are waking up but i am also un un and, uh, against against the the Bible, really, somewhat worried, right? I'm not supposed to worry. I'm supposed to rely on God. And I've had a hard time with that at different times because this whole thing just seems so big. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've, I've struggled with that. I don't want to come on this podcast and spread that feeling. I don't think that's why we do this show. It's not why we started it back up. It's to bring calm and, and critical thinking and just, you know, hey, turn to, to, to God for uh, answers. But let's all just, you know, remember, take a deep breath that that he's in control. Um, but at the, I do want to be honest and say, Hey man, you know, I struggle a little bit with some of the, just the anxiety of it all, you know, with kids and and things like that, it, it really kind of changes stuff up. So, um, yeah, excited to hear your thoughts, buddy. Yeah. Well, that's funny that you said beta test because I've, I've totally felt the same way. And what I'll add on to what you said Uh, that pushed me in that direction is it's happening globally. There's clearly global coordination going on and yet there's little differences, right? Like social distancing everywhere, but some countries six feet, some countries, you know, obviously it's in meters, but it's like slightly different distances here. And then there's, Let's shut everything down, lock people inside, and weld the doors shut, you know, the Chinese version. Sure. Uh, All the way to, like, the Sweden version, which, even though it's not really all that different, is is portrayed as being totally different. And then on the individual states of our country, there's a similar thing going on where... For sure. You know, different states are handling it differently... Um, and there's kind of, I, I do feel like, uh, part of it is, okay, what happens when we do this? What happens when we do that? You know, does this match up with the, our 
event 201 projections or dark winter what you know i mean all the all the war game stuff or what actually is happening so i agree it's a, a beta test um i think it's a real virus i think it's clearly a manufactured virus yes uh and the, that comes from um both the Luke Montagnier guy who says, look, you can look at the genetic sequence and there's HIV in there, uh, you know, as a small percentage of the overall um, genetic sequence, but that doesn't get in there by accident. That's not like randomly thrown in there. Um, And then there's another article I put in there where they're, you know, there's there's further evidence it's it's manufactured. Then um, is it was it if it was manufactured on purpose? Was it released on purpose? I would tend to say yes. Um, or maybe you know, designed to to leak out at some point or or what have you. But I think most likely it was released on purpose and probably not just in one place. Um, at the same time, I, I agree it's a, a beta test to see like, okay, you know, what's the reaction to this level of death and destruction and, you know, how much more would we have to, to do to get everyone really in line? Um, so there's, there's that part of it. And then there is, um. Let's see, where am I going? I got so many different things. There's a lot. Th- there's a lot. <laughs> I, I think there's uh, there's then, you know, if it's a weapon, if we can, let's just for the sake of argument say, this is a designed bioweapon, um, then what are the implications of that? Then I think uh, there's the idea of a binary weapon where... If you've got one piece of it here, then it works with another piece here to have the biggest impact. And I think there's a couple really interesting um, and underexplored aspects to this. Well, one of them, in some ways, was was super hyped. Was the five G thing? Yeah. Which sure. YouTube did react to that, like like literally just putting five G on anything would get your video taken down or what have you um and it is tough to figure out as a as a side note what is youtube doing like what are they leaving up what are they taking down yeah and why like why is corvette report still on not just on there but actually searchable and not being hidden i mean he's gained 70 I think 75,000 subscribers in the last month or so. Really? Yeah. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. If you, if you look on there um, and he's putting out just absolute bombs against Bill Gates. I don't know. It's gold, it's, gold, yeah, absolute gold. Yeah. I, I've, and my, my follow-up movie to my mother who sent me Plandemic was, Hey, check this out. And she like right. called me right afterwards. Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that 
yeah, I've, similar <laughs> pandemic. It's like, like okay, it's it was interesting, but also some of the least well supported information and most speculative of all the stuff that's out there. It's like, why did this go? <laughs> why is it's everyone weird. latching onto it's, this? It's weird that it went to the, uh, that that one went the uh, something stunk about that one because I saw it on Twitter, saw it spreading. And then, like, like within days, was just sent it by multiple people who I never thought would be looking at it. Right. And then, you know, and then, it, you know, and then again, the the whole Google slash YouTube aspect, it gets deleted everywhere on Google. Just so, what is where's that? Just for uh, comparison, Robert Kennedy Jr. Mm-hmm. did a two-hour interview with this Valuetainment channel, which is huge. I mean, it's a huge YouTube channel. Um. Where he not only went after Fauci, not only went through vaccines, uh, went through the influence of pharmaceutical companies on news programming through advertising, which is another third rail you're not allowed to talk about. Absolutely. He also went through his honest opinion on what happened with the assassination of his father and his uncle, JFK. Right. Like, naming names like this division of the cia was the one that ran it and this person uh was the person who actually shot my dad you know like absolutely bombshell stuff and that stays up goes viral early and then just uh flatlines and maybe it's because you know, it, it's long and and he's he's somewhat hard to listen to. But man, uh, you know, I posted that to my Facebook page. No reaction. None. Plandemic, uh, which I didn't post directly, but I saw, it, you know, tons of reaction everywhere. So there's it's an interesting mix of censorship and um both censorship from taking stuff down and from hiding stuff and from st- stopping the hiding of other stuff. Like, right. It's, 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 stuff, right. It's almost like, uh, you've talked about this many times on this podcast, but it, it's too much information is a, is a strategy. Mm-hmm. Right. People don't, people don't know what to think. Yeah. And I think that with us, everybody being at home and searching these sort of things, just, you know, go to a Google search. I mean, obviously you and I are not Googlers, but if you go to a Google search, you can go to, into their back end and look up different uh, Google things and you can see trends. You can see what has been searched, you know, try Mark of the Beast, try, you know, stock market, try, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Bill Gates, try uh, just all kinds of stuff. And yep. that it, it's just off the charts this last month or two. Yeah. Um, I saw is a there's I think that we also had a uh, a complete resurgence in political cartoons now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's been a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Um, one other aspect to it. So if we, for the sake of argument, say this is a designed bioweapon, mm-hmm. one interesting characteristic of that, um, I think, automatically you think weapon it's more harmful, but. If it is a bioweapon, then because it's not a naturally occurring 
virus, it's likely that it's going to burn itself out. And there's been a few people saying that, but I, I look for I look for more evidence of that to come out soon. I I posted one guy who's you know clearly not on our side. Uh, I think he works for the WHO or did at one point, saying, you know, there's a real chance that this virus will burn burn out naturally before any vaccine is developed. Um, and then he posted a, a, you know, medical paper which I can read the kind of the abstract of it. Um, Variation in individual susceptibility or exposure to infection exacerbates the effect of, um, okay, well, I'll, I'll start at the beginning. As severe acute respiratory syndrome cor- coronavirus 2 or SARS-CoV-2 spreads, the susceptible subpopulation is depleted, causing the incidence of new cases to decline. Variation in individual susceptibility or exposure to infection exacerbates this effect. Individuals that are more susceptible or more exposed tend to be infected earlier, depleting the susceptible subpopulation of those who are at higher risk of infection. This selective depletion of susceptibles intensifies the deceleration in incidence. Eventually, susceptible numbers become low enough to prevent epidemic growth, or in other words, the herd immunity threshold is reached. Though estimates very simple Calculations suggest that herd immunity to SARS-CoV-2 requires 60 to 70% of the population to be immune. By fitting epidemiological models that allow for heterogeneity to SARS-CoV-2 outbreaks across the globe, we show that variation in susceptibility or exposure to infection reduces these estimates. Accurate measurement of heterogeneity are therefore of paramount importance in controlling the COVID-19 pandemic. All right. In other words, um, not only is this thing going to burn itself out, but doing the lockdown was the exact opposite sure. of what should have been happening. Sure. Like the like, and you know, if we're going to go with the argument that it's a bioweapon and intentional, then you would expect that the government would do exactly what. Uh, the opposite of what should have been done. So instead of saying, uh, you know, basically, uh, no one get a flu shot, uh, get outside, get to the country, get away from 5G towers and all the rest of it, it was, no, stay inside and watch TV and get online all day. Yeah, get yeah, yeah. Eat, eat junk food, put on weight. I've put on weight, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hard not to. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, do, you know, you know, you never, and somebody on Twitter posted that and it, and it just, you know, it hit me like a freight train. Like not once did she hear the surgeon general or Dr. Bricks or Dr. Fauci saying exercise, vitamin C, vitamin you know, D. these sort of things, yeah. vitamin D instead it's, you know, antibacterial, breathe your own breath, uh, you know, uh, wash your hands a bunch and, and try and keep safe from germs when germs are le- legitimately what you need to, uh, we can't skip the Bakersfield, uh, doctors. I think right. that was another kind of seminal moment as well, where every, you know, a majority of people watched that or at least saw or heard of it. Another yes. thing Im- immediately yeah. deleted from YouTube. Yeah. Or close. It, it had a day or two to go totally viral though. Right. And that one, my father sent, 
Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that, it, you know, it's an interesting time to start the podcast back up because all the things that we've been talking about are not fringe anymore. No, no. At all. <laughs> no. I've got, uh, uh, yeah, close family members, uh, you know, that are now like diehard researching four hours a day type thing. So, yeah, because they don't have anything else to do. You can't, I think, and I think that's one thing that'll be learned from this beta test. I, I, I turned to my wife at one point and I said, if they shut off the internet, people are going to riot. <laughs> yeah. Like once, once everybody was in the home and you only could watch the local news. Oh gosh. And we've had to tune into governor Inslee. I'm telling you when this thing started, I was like, Oh, this guy's kind of a nice guy, kind of a bumbling oh. guy, but he has a good, you know, a good demeanor or whatever. He is a tool for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yep. And he is he is an idiot. I'm sorry. Yep. That's not the Christian thing to say. But you can listen to this man talk for 45 straight minutes and glean no information. Yeah. Zero. Still don't know. I'm more confused after watching him speak for 45 straight minutes of when I'm going back to work than when I started watching him. It's it- Unbelievable. The, I, I haven't voted. I'm about to try and vote to, just to get this man out of all. I cannot stand this man. So the the other, um, I think, clear mistake that was made is to shut down the sports. Okay. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Because yeah. shutting yeah. down the sports took a whole subsection of mainly the male population. Yep. Who would have? Oh, all right, man. I'll just hang out, and watch. Yep. We're watch headed into the, the NBA finals, man. <laughs> the Portland, or into the NBA playoffs. Portland was about to make a finals or a playoff run. It was going to be some great sports. Yeah, I, I, I can't even I go play wonder, pickup basketball. Inslee I, looked at the camera and said, "No pickup basketball." Like what? So, <laughs> if you want people like. I'm sure the news channels at first were like, yes, look at these ratings. Oh, yeah. But there's a bit of a problem because the only reason people have cable TV or satellite or any paid TV subscription whatsoever is for live sports. That's 100% accurate. I have not watched cable at all. I have every streaming services with all of the commercial free stuff. I have cable for sports. That's it. I think my wife may have watched Fixer Upper half a dozen times in the last month and a half. I never turn my cable box on. I yep. want to cancel it. I've call, I have I need to call in and be like, hey, why do I have this? If you don't have sports, it's I don't need this. Yep. <laughs> There's so many other cheaper, easy ways to just get content. It's Yeah, that's a good point. That's a, a good, good point. So, so they're, you know, destroying themselves and – who's going to pay for advertising? Like it's going to be all that's left now is pharmaceutical companies. So if you thought it was bad before, (laughs) but it's like, where do they have to advertise now? They can't even just advertise. It's usually it was people actually watched the the sports programming and the advertisements were all big pharma. Now it's like, well, it has proved no matter how little is on, people still won't watch the news. Like yeah. people did, people it, did for a while, and now 
you know, CNN ratings and what have you are are down to nothing. That's perfect. It's, it's exactly what happened in my household as a microcosm. We watched local news for a week, right yeah. about the time where I was like, when am I going to get, you know, when am I basically going to have to leave my job? And, mm-hmm. and, and then we watched it for about a week. And then it was like, hey, we're locked down for over a month. And we're like, okay, I don't, we're not turning that ever on ever again. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, you know, we have Netflix and, and, and every other kind of content that we could possibly want. And hey, I'm at home with members of my family that I can talk and associate with. I don't need to have the TV on. So we've got a, a Roku. Oh, yeah. And they great, they great even they even put the local news broadcast on that. So even if you didn't have any uh, paid programming package, you could get the local news because they're like, come on, we really want you guys to see this local news and the the national news. You know, there's the COVID-19 news is there for free. You can watch all the CNN garbage. Um, and people still are, they're, they're done with it. They don't trust it. And um, we've gone from a point where, you know, uh, my wife was worried that, we were like the tiny, the tiny minority, right? Like everyone was just going along with this and thinking everyone was on board to like, now she sees like, no, people feel like we do. They're, they're done with this thing. Um, you know, this is not a, a scientific measurement, but, uh, from the amount of target practice going on, like everywhere locally that I go, you know, oh yeah, up in the hills, people shooting, I would recommend that uh, Kate Brown wind this thing up pretty darn quick. <laughs> and she's the she's the literally let's let people know who may be listening in Australia or anywhere else. This is the governor of Oregon who came out and said we're locked up through July, <laughs> which yeah. is and which is insane. And people, um, so Oregon. Um, all, also not a sign just real quick also not a scientific thing i just wanted to throw this in there i got uh i do have the instagram which i keep putting on my phone and then taking off and putting on my phone and taking off but every now and then i put it on my phone and shortly after the lockdown i had two or three different male friends who would have been at home watching sports standing in lines to buy guns yeah <laughs> like posting like i can't believe that i have to wait this long and it, or you know Inslee passed something where now we have to wait 15 days, even if you have concealed carry permit, which is weird. Like, I guess if you had concealed carry, you could buy immediately. Now you have to do the waiting period as well. Weird infringements on that. But yeah, people buying guns in gun stocks. Like I said, I've been paying attention to the stock market. Gun stock, it's skyrocket. Yeah. Gun stocks did. Sorry. But anyway, Kate Brown. Yeah. If there was a, um, a fantasy sport where you get points by your governor being the worst. I'd have to say the West coast governors are right up there. Oh, but they have the, the pact of the West. I mean, yeah, no. yeah. Gavin Newsom, Jay Inslee and Kate Brown. I mean, you can't beat it. I'll put them up against anybody. Cuomo has got nothing on us. <laughs> or Oregon has, um, maybe a hundred, COVID hospitalizations in the entire state. And such a rural state, too. So is my state. There are whole counties, which out in eastern Oregon are, you know, hundreds of miles, with that still have had zero cases. Zero. And 
Um, I'm actually heading out there later this week, but I've been told by other people at my company who've been out there that they're like, oh no, we're open for business. Nothing shut down. You know, what Kate Brown can say whatever she wants. Nothing is, you know, we're not changing anything. So a couple of things to point out there too. Wisconsin, they they took it to the Supreme Court that this was a it was against the Constitution to shut the state down. Mm-hmm. So I mean that sort of stuff could start happening. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, what was the other the other uh, South Carolina or North Carolina? One of those states. They came back and said you can't you can't limit church services. So yeah, I think it was South Carolina. Yeah. Oh, and so here, here's this. I just saw this on Twitter yesterday, uh, last night, as I was going to bed, and I thought, hey, is this real? And I sent it to a buddy. It said, a network of 3,000 churches will stop, 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 stop meeting, will start meeting <laughs> uh, after May 31st. They're going to ignore Gavin Newsom's thing and start ha- having church services. Or uh, uh, the basically the last Sunday of this month, right? Yeah, 31st. Right. Yeah. So um, I... Uh, I texted my pastor. I said, "Hey, interesting idea. I don't know if it's if it's true." And he he texted me back. He said, "It is. I've I've spoke yeah. to somebody. This is the plan." Uh, I spoke to somebody down in California. So, I, well, and then I've I've talked to people. Uh, we send our daughter to a Christian school. That's of course good still for you. Shut shut down. <laughs> but not that we are still paying full tuition for two half-hour Zoom meetings a week, which is great. Oh, oh yeah. I, well, I have had my tuition cut for my private uh, Montessori school, but I still am paying it until very recently. So so I, I sent the superintendent an email and just said, you know, like, look, we thought about pulling her out of school. We decided, no, we want to support the school. You know, I still have a job. I you know, it, this is basically a donation, but what are you doing next year? And and I pointed out that article with the, the churches going, you know, saying, no matter what, we're, we're going to start meeting again at the end of May. And I said, you know, is there any plan for Christian schools to do the same thing and say, we're going to be open? And his response was a little disappointing. He said, well, you know, church and the school are different. Um, he said they are planning that for the church that he's involved in, but basically uh, admitted, you know, if if the governor says schools are closed, they're going to be closed. So I don't, I don't, I can't, Im- I can't imagine. I can't imagine them trying to keep schools closed. So California already said they're going to keep their uh, college system closed through January 2021. Right. Yeah. We're our school is over for till the end of the year. Obviously, I mean that's yeah. that's it. Um. It's and 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 how many people under ten have died? Zero. <laughs> Even with well, these falsified data and all this other stuff, it's still zero. In in There's our like county, two under twenty total. In, in the entire county. Um, they managed to get the case count up over 10 the other day. Oh, good for them. With doing some free drive-through testing, you know. Um, zero, zero people have died. And, yeah, certainly I don't even know if any kids have had it. 
I mean, that was the thing that even when the very first documents came out from the who, right when all this was started, when all of us should have been buying puts on the stock market. Never mind. Um, (laughs) When the very first documents came out of Wuhan, they were very clear in there. No one under 10 had been severely ill, like at all. Part of the issue with this, this, uh, this, we're not going to call it a disease, sickness, this, this virus is that a mature immune system really realizes something is wrong and overreacts and you die from the overreaction. Kids don't know that it's that bad and their immune systems go at it like a normal virus and they don't, it doesn't freak the body out and they kill it pretty quickly and calmly. Whereas somebody with a developed immune system and a few weaknesses in their body, whether it's respiratory issues, heart issues, just general malnutrition issues, then it exacerbates those things and the reaction is intensified. So what, um, what subgroups of the population uh, get the most or have had the worst time with this thing? Just Boomers. going by what they've told us. I would say old people, especially yep. old people in, in nursing yep. homes, yep. elderly in nursing homes. Yep. Um, they've emphasized that. There's been quite a few healthcare workers that right. have gotten sick, even some that have died um, in the, you know, in the hard hit areas. And, um, but kids have been strikingly underrepresented. Absolutely. And then, um, what I guess, what other professions? So you've got healthcare um, and military, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the the issue with the ships, um, and then the, of course there's been the the cruise ship issue sure. also. So interestingly, uh, what populations? Uh, get the most flu shots. Oh, I a hundred percent know the answer to that. And it's been a theme of our show. Yeah. It's the military, the military, everyone gets the flu shot mandated. Um, healthcare workers, lots of the, through the last few years, they've been pushing like, Hey, you want to wear a mask the whole time? Or do you want to get your flu shot? Yep. Um, and then, for older people, not only are they giving the flu shot, they're giving a version of the flu shot that has four times more, you know, more of that good flu shot goodness because they're saying, oh, their their <laughs> immune systems are, you know, it does, they don't create antibodies as well, so they need a more powerful vaccine. Interestingly, um, when we're talking uh countries that have been hit hard italy is one of the you know one of the worst ones and they had a new flu shot come out in in september of 2019 so um and in italy you can get a free flu shot if you are over 65 anyone can anyone who's over 65 automatic free flu shot or if you're under 65 but you have a, a long list of pre-existing medical conditions. So I just find Excellent. it. I, I find it interesting that the there's a correlation between um, communities who 
that you know where the flu shot's given out for free and it's emphasized and oh it's so important that you get it and those same uh, groups of people are the ones dying from COVID. Yeah, that was a part of the movie and the plan. Part of the the <clears throat> pandemic movie was the most interesting part was that you know uh, you were thirty to thirty five percent more likely to get COVID nineteen if you had had last year's flu shot. Right. Which they were able to deduce by the military population. Well, so the, and let's not forget my personal experience in the military, in the <laughs> Navy, where they gave us all vaccines, uh, all kinds of vaccines. I mean, I had 20 to 30 shots in my first two weeks in the Navy, and I was brainwashed. I thought it was all for the better or whatnot. I did narrowly avoid the anthrax vaccine, thank the good Lord, uh, but uh, got sicker than I've ever been in my life my first week or two in boot camp. And then uh, had someone else in my boot camp division actually get meningitis and die. Yeah. And um, hence my skepticism on all vaccines are great. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I, I so I I did kind of deep dive that study. Okay. Um, and it was for it. It wasn't the current year because I'm like, man, it's awesome that the military is actually studying, you know, what's going on in the correlation of the flu shot. So it's from a couple of years ago. And the conclusion of the study is uh, basically, no, getting the flu shot helps. It doesn't hurt you. Um, but we did find that, you know, you were 37 percent more likely to get a coronavirus related infection if you'd had the flu shot, um, which is the re obviously the relationship now with with the coronavirus being what's supposedly causing the the outbreak so the the flu vaccine um you know a couple of years ago when they looked at it there wasn't any crazy coronavirus going around but you were still 37% more likely to get it i would love to see an actual study on right you know last year's flu vaccine and then the different flu vaccines that were given and then the uh you know mortality rate and infection rate and hospitalization rate all that with the with COVID 19. absolutely i would too i also find it uh very interesting uh that the two countries in EU that need the most money because they're broke all the time, Italy and Spain, have the worst mm. coronavirus problems. Also, yep. the, the states in the United States that are the poorest, uh, that have been Democrat-controlled. I'm not a Democrat or Republican, but it's worth noting they've been Democrat-liberally controlled. New York and California uh, and Illinois. Don't forget about the good mm -hmm. old corrupt state of Illinois. Uh, all uh, on the verge of bankruptcy. Uh, have the highest amount of COVID crisis, yeah. highest amount of deaths, highest amount of cases. And let's not forget that you get, the government gets some crazy amount of money. I can't remember that. I don't want to say the numbers out loud because I don't have them in front of me. And I don't want to be that guy. But, you know, <laughs> the government's getting rebates, basically, for all the people they diagnose with COVID and from everyone they say right. that dies from COVID. It's a, it's a bonanza. You know, Cuomo is getting some money fed into his system, which is going bankrupt. Illinois, same thing. California, same thing. The only one that's not, that's liberal run, is your state and my state. I think yours may be going bankrupt. Mine has too many Fortune 500 corporations that are uh, underwriting the uh, the economic system that keeps good old Jay in place. Yeah. Uh, I, I, 
Oregon should should not be going <laughs> should not be going anywhere close to bankrupt. But uh, Portland, on the other hand, little different story. But yes, these the cities. Well, that's right. Yeah, Portland and Seattle, both. Yeah. Yeah. Not Washington and in Oregon, but Portland and Seattle. So, one other, um, you know, the the other correlation. So you've got the correlation with the the flu vaccines, and you know, good they're giving those out like candy in in nursing homes. You've got the ridiculous uh, New York and New Jersey, and I think maybe Pennsylvania also, right. where they say, oh, you you can't refuse someone just because they have COVID. Take them in. Um, which, you know. Would You're talking start. about Cuomo sending, sending COVID people into nursing homes. Right. Yeah. Like if you had a patient that has COVID, you got to take them back. So the, the Kirkland nursing home, which was kind of the first – that was well bizarre, done. by the way. <laughs> that was bizarre. They kept, you know, like CNBC Nightly News, ABC. They would all tune in to the epicenter of the coronavirus in the United States, and it was like a town 15 minutes west. <laughs> I was like, right. It's just a little nursing home, and they just everybody was focused on it. That and was a, a weird couple of moments in time. Also, uh, you know, I don't know the area well, but it looks like a very well-to-do, nice oh, area. Uh, Google, these, Google these are not, has a new building there. These are not people who are in there um, just on Medicare, would be my guess. No, no, people no. no. Are, Kirkland, Kirkland I think the median household price is going to be 500000 Most are between 500 and a million bucks. I mean, it, they've got like a artificial putting green out back. It looks oh, like yeah. a nice place. Right. Um, interestingly... Um, it, we haven't really emphasized it too much so far, but the the link that ties all of these things together uh, is the Gates Foundation. And the Gates yep. Foundation, um, I threw an article in there, small cell technology comes to Kirkland. It's from a couple of years ago, and it talks about how great it is that 5G is uh, – Coming to Kirkland because they're giving Verizon the ability to put the small cell stuff up on utility poles, street lamps, um, all sorts of stuff all over Kirkland. Now, there's quite a bit of uh, confusion around the 5G stuff, and I'm still oh yeah, I'm still oh, sorting yeah. it all out. Yep. Uh, part of the confusion is because the companies T-Mobile, Sprint, Ed, they say, oh, 5G, it's everywhere. And and the way you can tell if um, if it's a cell tower that's been supposedly upgraded to 5G, but that's all they've done, then really that's more of a souped-up 4G, which is right. probably not great. But the actual 5G that that people are and should be worried about is – is the small cell stuff where you've got hundreds more, uh, you know, miniature cell tower stuff stuck on light poles, stuck on buildings, stuck everywhere. And then, uh, because there's the little problem of the, it doesn't penetrate buildings too well. So how can you get this 5g goodness in there? Uh, fortunately, um, this article comes from, 
from GeekWire. Which uh, is a great, a great news source. Bill Gates backed Pivotal Comware raises $10 million as it ramps up 5G hardware. And obviously people can't see the picture. Um, a but the notice- link to the article will be in the show notes. Yeah. A noticeably pregnant woman sitting at a desk in front of a computer and on her phone. Why does she have a computer and a phone? Anyway. Um, and they're lovely. Because this is America. They're lovely. But no, it's just so sick that she's she's pregnant. It's sending the message like, look, this is such safe, wonderful technology that this clearly good mother has no worries at all about deploying it six inches away from from her unborn child. Um, and it's a little device stuck to the window. You've got one side... Um, that's like the power source on the inside plugged in. And then on the outside, there's a, a receptor. And what it's doing is taking the 5G signal from outside, transmitting it more, much more powerfully inside. So Gates is in, invested in that. Um, I threw some videos in there, too, of their, their like promo videos of how well it works. Like, oh, yeah, you know, goes around corners and can... Um, reduce costs because then you don't need as many of the the 5G um, the the many small cell towers. So this is going on. It's active specifically um, in Kirkland, Washington. That's where Pivotal Comware is located. And um, Melinda Gates has an organization called Pivotal Ventures. Um, that specifically targets uh, 5G solutions and tech solutions to seniors. Um, and I I looked, you know, to see if there was like a specific, like this particular nursing home put in these devices. I couldn't find it. So it's, I'm not 100% sure. But very interesting that, that this company... And this 5G rollout happening in the exact same neighborhood as um, this nursing home that was the epicenter of COVID-19. New York City, also one of the, um, I guess, early focus areas for uh, Verizon and what have you, rolling out the, the 5G stuff. And then don't forget the number one city in the world that was the first fully 5G city was Wuhan. Wuhan. Now I'm not saying that 5G is what you know there's no coronavirus it's all a result of 5G. Right. But it is very strange that everything seems to be connected. Um as far as you know go all thing all paths lead back to Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah. Um another thing we didn't even mention is the whole QAnon thing. And gosh, do I want to believe QAnon that he Trump Donald Trump's going to drain the swamp and that you know where we go one we go all the Great Awakening? I would love for all that to be true, but a lot of that feels like a psyop. But again, more and more people on that conspiracy a lo- a theory lot of tip. Hundred percent of it feels like a psyop to me. <laughs> well, there you go. We have so much more to talk about. We didn't even talk but, about our personal lives. We we're coming up against a hard stop. Oh yeah. I think we'll have to do one in the next. Maybe a couple of days, maybe the next week. Uh, we'll have to keep doing these. I do enjoy talking with you. We're up against a hard stop. Do you have anything 
that you kind of want to leave us with. Uh, everybody has to work from home. We only have one computer in this household. So that's what I mean by, hey, I know it's a podcast. There's, we're not up against the, the next time slot, but just uh, up yeah. against the, the next time slot here. I, and, I've any, got to any... go back to work, which means uh, clocking back in on <laughs> from the same seat I'm sitting in now. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but, the computer uh, has to be used here as well. So, so uh, literally... Across the street from me is an SUV with Q stickers all over it. Just so this is—I mean, it is a big thing, right? I mean, the it's huge conspiracy it's, stuff. The and I—I I don't think the low-level politicians, which I would put governors in that category, I don't think they have any clue. I don't think Bill Gates has a clue either of what QAnon is. Uh, no, of what what people actually think of them. I think these oh. are people that sit in their little bubbles and they have people kissing up to them all day. And, Oh, thank you for the money, Bill Gates. Oh, you're so great. You're a superhero. And they don't know that. Uh, let's just say he's, he's due for a, another pie in the face. One of these days. So Absolutely. I'd be the one to throw the pie in the face <laughs> if I could. Um, but with that, we do have to wrap it up. So uh, let's talk again soon, Andrew. It's always good to talk to you and uh, hope you are doing well and uh, great to be with all the listeners again. Good good talking to you and thanks for everybody for keeping our podcast feed active after all these years. A copy of this podcast as well as links to each story covered are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the contact tab or support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com. And thank you for your support of this podcast. got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. New vaccines, new vaccines, new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent.